Hey guys, welcome to day-to-day Droid podcast number one. This podcast is all about everyday coding problems faced by Android developers and the solutions that they come up with. We share the solutions to our awesome Android community and let everyone share their thoughts. And your hosts for this episode are Balachandar and myself, Sakis. What are we talking about today, Bala? We are going to talk about app introduction screens for this episode. So recently I made app intro screens for our app. So mm-hmm. we are going to go through the process of how to make these app intro screens. So to give an introduction, app intro screens are usually shown as soon as you open the install and open a fresh app. Or maybe you log into the app and then the app wants to explain the features. Okay, and they only appear on the first time you launch the application to, to provide the user with some more details on how the app works, right? Yeah. Okay, lovely. So let's start with the designs. How did you get the designs? So we use a tool called Zeppelin to get the designs uh, from the designer. Mm-hmm. So Zeppelin, we use Zeppelin mainly because it uh, helps you to easily export the resources into multiple resolution. You can get the SVG as well straight away from Zeppelin. Oh, that's great. And you can uh, see the colors and the color codes. You can easily copy them. You can even copy the text. So it it's, makes it very easy to uh, start uh, the development from the design design instead of a PNG file. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you can check more about in zeppelin.io. Okay, so it's a tool for collaboration between the designers and the developers. Ah, yeah. That's lovely. They have a very uh, useful Mac app as well. So it's a native app, so you can get the designs and the resources very easily. Instead of having me to go into the paint app and manually change all the resources myself. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so Zeppelin sounds great. So you got the designs from your designers through Zeppelin. What was the next step? So the next step is to look for the libraries, basically not to reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. And I have checked the gear, checked multiple uh, uh, multiple websites and then finally found this library called App Intro by Paolo Rotello. Mm-hmm. And uh, what made you choose this library? Do you have any tips with regards to picking a library? So usually you can check how well the library is maintained and how recently the last commit is done. And you can look at the issues, the number of issues in the current library and go through the issues to see like, is there any blocker for you to have it in your project? Mm-hmm. And then look at possibly the like the number of stars to see like how famous the library is mm-hmm. even though it is not a very good indicator mm-hmm. the last thing is like check the method counts mm-hmm. you can go to methodcounts.com and provide the library see how many methods the library has mm-hmm. I it guess can be a break it can be a major thing to decide yeah I guess the library itself right the the API that it provides you and the documentation that it has on its page on its uh, github page Right, these are all good indicators. Yeah, when we speak about this library, I remember this tool called Dryrun. It's it's a Ruby gem. Install this Ruby gem and provide the library URL, and it can actually download the library and create the APK and it can install on the connected device. Whoa. So yeah, with this you can quickly validate how good the library looks. Now that's great, and we'll provide the link uh, for that uh, in our show notes. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, so it's great that you picked a library. It's good to not reinvent the wheel, as you said, and go with something that's already been tested by thousands of uh, developers. But at the same time, one should really strive to understand how the library works so that they don't introduce any any bugs or things like that. So can you quickly describe to me how this library works? 
Yeah, sure. So this library is a simple view pager with a fragment pager adapter and you provide multiple fragments and then it adds each fragment as an item to the internal pager adapter. That's it. So it's pretty straightforward and it actually covers a lot of boilerplate code. So you can just create your fragments and provide it and it becomes a page. Okay, indeed, quite straightforward. Uh, does it allow you to customize further to match your designs or your business requirements? Yeah, it exposes the view pager itself. So you can um, just get the view pager and change all the settings as you like. It also provides a couple of uh, material design themes. So you can easily select one based on that. Oh, cool. I've seen how some people do interesting animations in these screens. Kind of like, what are they called? Parallax, right? Can you describe to our listeners what the parallax term means exactly? Yeah, parallax effect is uh, very cool and it is widely used in multiple apps now. It's basically the background image moving slower than the foreground images. So it gives an illusion to the user. This library even provides a view page transformer. You can provide your own uh, view page transformers. Normally the parallax effect in Android is achieved by pager transformers. So this library provides a way to provide your own custom view page transformers. So you can easily write your own uh, view page transformer and then set the speed for different uh, elements on your, on your screen. And then it provides you that effort. It also Ooh. provides you uh, which screen has moved out of the uh, visibility and then which screen came into visibility. So that easily helps you to start and stop your animations. Oh, that's great. So it really helps you customize your screens, your up and draw according to your design requirements, right? Yes, it provides all kind of callbacks in the life cycle. So you can easily add your animations and then you can stop them. Oh, that sounds great. How long did that take overall? So overall it took uh, three days for me to uh, get the designs and then discuss with the designer to finalize the designs mm. and then get the library set up done and then develop it and then get it queued. Ah, so finally from uh, concept to implementation it took three days. Ah, not, not too long then, three days for one developer, right? Yeah, three days for one developer. I would have expected it to last longer. Three days, the, uh, the feature is now ready and goes down to be demoed. Uh, any tips with regards to how do you demo this thing to start with? I mean, every time you do it, then you have to uninstall the app and reinstall it, or how does that work? So once we show the uh, introduction to the user, we uh, set a flag in the shared preference and we hide it so that they can't see it again. But it's not quite useful when you want to show the demo to multiple people. So either you can uh, do clear data on the app setting. Mm -hmm. It clears all your shared preference, but it clears the whole data of the app. So it's like a new app again. Or you can use tools like uh, Steto, it's a library from Facebook, which actually uh, injects itself into your app and then it helps you to clear, uh, change your shared preference data. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah, you can basically change the flag and then see the app intro again. Mm, that's interesting. I would have manually uninstalled and reinstalled a thousand times myself. <laughs> yeah, that's quite helpful. Yeah, lovely. Thanks, Bala. Okay, guys, so we got to the end of our podcast. In this podcast, we learned a few things about the app intro and the library that you used, Bala. And uh, as I said, this is our first podcast. Uh, we want to thank all of, all of our listeners. And we're looking forward to feedback on things that we can improve or overall uh, things that you want to raise to 
to engage the discussion on this uh, on this topic. Uh, thanks again and have a great day.